Shalom Liudim, Shalom Libanov, Shalom Lagoyim. It's the evening of the fourth day. Erev Kafvav, Parashas Bamidbar, Tavshin Pe Gimel 5783, the evening of the third day, Tuesday, May 16, 2023. You're listening to Phantom Nation, the fifth in the latest series of six podcasts sponsored by Floridians for Israel Institute at gmail.com on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, coming to you from the second day of the 75th solar year of the world's only tiny Jewish state where the Jews are in the majority. The only one versus a majority of the nations on this planet uh, that think Israel has no right to exist. Yesterday was International Nakba Day, declared by the UN General Assembly last December. And this day, the Muslims claim, is the day that the Palestinians in 1948 were the victims of a catastrophe, a Nakba, when the Jews stole their ancient homeland from them. Uh, That is part of it at that time and took more in 1967. Yesterday at the UN, statesmen such as Dr. Mahmoud Abbas, Ph.D., historian extraordinaire, whose dissertation proved, he believed, there was no Holocaust. Uh, this is a Jewish lie that they used to guiltmonger the world into letting them steal Palestine from the Palestinians. This calls to mind the very conception of the religion of Islam, and I mean conception in the sense of before birth, when the sons of Ishmael uh, claimed that the Torah of the Jews was false, basically plagiarized from the Quran, and never mind. Hashem bestowed the five books on the sons of Israel some 2,000 years before Muhammad was even born. Uh, they also say the Torah, the Muslims say, is wrong. It's wrong to say Allah gave Moses the Matz um, Musa, gave Musa the Torah because he really gave him the Quran which the sinful Jews tore out of Moses' hands down below Musa's hands and rewrote. And so that the true text today is in the Quran that Muhammad restored 2,000 years later. Islam means submission, and in the Muslimic text, the primal submission in Islam is the story of Ibrahim submitting to Allah's command that he sacrifice his son Ismail. The Jews, Torah says it was Ishchok, Yitzchak, who was chosen to be sacrificed, when Muslims say that is a lie. And the event took place not on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. That's another Jewish lie. It took place in Mecca at the Kaaba. And every Muslim is commanded to make the pilgrimage to that very spot once in a lifetime. Muslims have few holy days, but one is called Eid al-Adha, the Feast of the Sacrifice, which is more evidence that the Muslims have no understanding of Jewish history and truth. We don't call it the Sacrifice of Isaac. And that's what Christians also do, like the Muslims, they call it the sacrifice of Isaac, uh, because it's wrong because there was no sacrifice. We don't call it that. Um, that's a major point of the event. There was no sacrifice. The binding of Isaac is what we call it in the holy language of the Torah. And it's fascinating how Christian artists have painted this event without number, and, and, and commonly Yitzchak is portrayed as a terrified little boy five years old, nine years old, when the Torah records birthdays and death days, so we know Isaac was no boy at the time. He was a willing 37-year-old man. He is a hero of this story, no less than his father, for not resisting the command that his father do this to him. He went along willingly. He acquiesced. And on his part, it was a profound act of faith, just like his father who I reason never really believed Hashem would make him go through with the horror of murdering his own son. The God of Abraham is not a cruel, sadistic God. That's for pagans. 
It would be so unlike him uh, to get Avraham to follow through. Uh, and I see hints in the text that Avraham's faith was expressed in never really believing he would be forced to be, do this, and in the end, he was right. But I digress. The focus of the day at the UN yesterday was the new annual remem remembrance of Nakba Day. Uh, if the Jews have a UN-declared Holocaust Remembrance Day every January 27, which remembers the mass murder of a third of uh, the Jews in the world by Nazis, so must the Palestinians have an equal day for their victimization by the Jews acting like Nazis. Yesterday in the UN, Dr. Mahmoud Abbas, Ph.D., likened official Israeli statements to those of, those of Goebbels for telling big lies. Quote, The Zionist and Israeli falsehoods continue, claiming that Israel turned the desert into a blooming garden. Palestine was a desert, they say, and they turned it into something glittering, a paradise on earth, close quote. He said Israel was created by the U.S. and the U.K. because they wanted to get rid of their Jews. He demanded the U.N. suspend Israel from the organization if it does not let the Palestinians have a state and allow for millions of them to come live in Palestine again. He spoke of a right of return, which phrase is also stolen from the Jewish people, from Israel's 1950 law, I believe, granting immediate citizenship to all Jews as a country of refuge. Uh, right of return, what is, of course, a poetic image, since the new immigrants, the new Olim, coming to live and get citizenship here, had never been in the country, so return is not to be understood as an individual right, but a national one. And thieves like this murderer, Abbas, believe Palestinians have the same right to return and live here in their ancient homeland. And I hope you all realize what's going on here. This is a very, very primitive mind at work. Think of it this way. Imagine uh, the kitchen in a normal home in a family home uh, in which uh, there is a cookie jar and a little boy with his arm in a cookie jar uh, and reaching down into it when mommy walks in and he suddenly withdraws his hand as she asks what are you doing and he says nothing she says i saw you with your hand in a cookie jar and little tommy whatever his name is says no you didn't and tries to convince her she only imagined that she saw that this is the denial of a child out of the mouth of an 88-year-old man, the brain of a child. But it also is, in Abbas's case, evidence of his people's essential character. Notice that there is not one original Palestinian moment in this scene, in his speech at the UN. Everything is stolen from the Jews. Everything is criticism of the Jews. There's nothing about Palestinian history because there is no Palestinian history. Uh, we have our Holocaust, and they say they have their Nakba. Jews have their anti-Semitism, which he says that the Jews use to guilt monger people into doing their bidding. And they, the Muslims, have their Islamophobia, meaning an unfounded fear of Islam, an irrational baseless fear. That is what a phobia is. And never mind the headlines in the news since the 1960s of satanic terror horrors without number committed by Muslims. Commercial airliners in mid-flight blown out of the sky, the the mass murder of innocent Jewish athletes at the Olympics in 1972. The massacre of 22 Jewish children at a school in Malot in 1974. And let's not forget 9-11, perpetrated by Osama bin Laden because, he said, the U.S. was guilty of supporting Israel. Mahmoud Abbas is emblematic of the Arabic mind, which is given to denial of a functionally psychotic intensity, and secondly, the theft 
of the intellectual and cultural property possessions of another people. The Ishmaelites are natural-born thieves, meaning it's perfectly normal to desire an object of value. A man may fancy a fancy watch on another man's wrist, and there's nothing wrong with that desire. What is wrong is taking action to get that watch, a move to get that watch unbridled by conscience and or human empathy for the uh, victim of this desire. It's okay to want the watch, but not okay to kill the man wearing it. That is how it was in the world before the Great Flood. Murder was rife, theft and robbery normal, adultery. This is why man needed the Jews to be presented with the Ten Commandments that say, quote, Thou shalt not say it several times. Don't steal, don't lie, don't commit adultery, don't murder, because you, a human animal, will want to do all those things. The beginning of ethical behavior is not doing good. It's refraining from doing evil. Yesterday at the UN, most of the 193 nations did support the commemoration of something that never happened, Akbar Day. When the organization remembers the catastrophe of the Jews allegedly brought down on the Palestinians by stealing their country and expelling hundreds of thousands of them from their homes as the Jews in World War II were expelled from their homes. Denial and intellectual property theft. Christians, like Muslims, claim to be the real Jews. They attach their Greek-language stories to a less-than-honest translation of the Jewish Bible, still to their credit. Uh, when they added their stories, they were their stories. They came up with the character of Jesus and his apostles and so on and so forth, versus the Muslims who stole our stories and rewrote them, claiming our version is the wrong and corrupt one. Just this week, a uh, friendly Arab who works uh, in a business nearby uh, answered my request that he give me the proper pronunciation of the Arabic version of Yitzchak, which he did, Ishchok, and told me, it is in the Quran. Of course, this was no occasion for a religious discussion in which I tried to correct the absence in his brain of the fact that the Torah came first. This is why Israel's first mistake when declaring statehood was to uh, imitate the liberal mind by pledging equality, regardless of race, religion, creed, whatever. Israel should never have given citizenship to Muslims. To borrow from Ralph Emerson on Henry David Thoreau, they march in their own minds to a very different drummer. <laughs> Imalefi 
And that was Psalm 71, verse 8, sung by uh, the remarkable Yossi Azulai. Now, the um, performance yesterday at the United Nations by Dr. Abbas is only the latest uh, by this intellectual Neanderthal. Uh, my book begins with his performance about a dozen years ago, uh, same delusional ranting. Yesterday he said, Israel is the occupying power and continues its aggression against Palestinians occupying Palestinian territories and expanding settlements. Israel must relinquish the desire to annex East Jerusalem and allow Palestinians self-determination, close quote. Everything here is pilfered and perverted. He called Israel the occupying power, but if so, who was the occupying power before Israel came in 1967? Jordanians who never recognized a Palestinian nation living on the west side of the Jordan River, whose kings have been direct descendants of Muhammad. They never thought the Arabs on the other side of the river belonged to a different nationality uh, and, and were deserving of an independent state. And neither should Israel ever agree to that and tell the world, instead of hiding behind the fantasy that it might happen someday. Not a word in any UN resolution uh, from the organization's birth in 1945 to 1970, quarter of a century. None mentioned any Palestinians. Uh, there were Arab states in attendance in those 25 years, Muslim states, but not one called for the creation of a Palestinian state in a West Bank. West Bank didn't even exist as a term until 1968, really. And that Israel, that is Israelis, continue to call this man as they do a Palestinian and his brethren, Palestinians, this only perpetuates the lies told about us. Israeli Ambassador Gilad Erdogan yesterday asked member states not to participate in the official ceremonials, and 45 did not participate. In his letter to them, Erdogan complained that the whole business was, quote, a blatant attempt to distort history to promote the Palestinians' libelous narrative. I disagree. It's not an attempt to distort but an attempt to delete and rewrite. Uh, it's like Holocaust denial. To deny the evidence of history, to rewrite history so that the aggressor is portrayed as the victim. In 1948, six Arab states with armies attacked the 650,000 Jews here living on land that displaced no one. Before Zionism, the Jezreel Valley was a malarial swamp. Today it's carpeted with farming the town of Petah Tikva did not exist before the Jews drained the swamp there. This is more than a distortion or a slanting of history. It is plain and simple denial, worthy of a five-year-old caught with his hand in the cookie jar. And this is why the Oslo plan and other peace plans have all failed. They have failed because uh, on one side you have the secular Zionists who treat the Muslims as if they're just like us when they're not. Michael Oren, the former Israeli ambassador to the U.S., he has a blog, it seems, on, on the uh, Times of Israel site, which is a sappy site. He was raised a conservative Jew in New Jersey, and I still think considers himself one. And he wrote of his plan to improve life in the Gaza Strip by enlarging the number of workers allowed in to work in Israel, by improving the infrastructure in Gaza, building them a railroad, building uh, an artificial island port. This poor man has learned nothing these past 30 bloody years. He sounds like Shimon Peres, 
who wrote a book after the handshake in 1993, Shake Hands, Shaking Hands with Those Levantine Cobras in Human Form. He called the book The New Middle East. That uneducated post-religious Marxist fool foresaw a Middle East like the European Union, you know, no longer separated by borders. You don't need visas anymore to cross. Businessmen and tourists from both sides will f will travel everywhere whenever they want. Israeli and Arab countries uh, will engage in a new Middle East of peace and development. Uncle Shimon even fantasized Israel joining the Arab League of States. I'm in the middle of uh, reading Prime Minister Netanyahu's biography, and uh, I'm through 20% uh, of it with still no sense of living a Jewish life. He says they were secular when he grew up. Uh, he has had an interesting life. The book is a good read. He is an Israeli patriot, but that's not the same as living a Jewish life. At the UN, Israeli ambassadors routinely sound like Gil Erdogan, who, of course, protests the Arab mind in operation. But to call it a distortion implies some kind of conscious effort to distort history that he really knows. When barbarians like him, like this murderer, are not doing that. They're expressing the fantasy of a past that never existed, which behavior, I reason, is somehow connected to the high rate of illiteracy. Uh, history for them is what they want it to be, and never mind what the evidence from the past shows. Uh, there is no massacre in history like the slaughter of the six million, whose truth portrays the victims as pitiable victims when in Islam Jews are agents of Satan who deserve no pity. That's why they cannot believe in the Holocaust. I've read in Arab propaganda numerous claims that if the Jews were victims during World War II, that's because they deserved it. This is a culture of no guilt. Arabs know shame, which is different. And they know that likely because of their distant ancestor, Ham, the first sex criminal in history, whose crime was shaming his father exposing his nakedness. And to this day, the Arabs are a veiled people, veiled women. And even the men <clears throat> in their kafia headdress, headdress, in the heyday of Beirut, the uh, Paris of the Arab world, before they tore themselves apart in the 70s and 80s with the Civil War, <clears throat> a Muslim could go there, patronize prostitutes, drink alcohol, and it was all okay so long as no one who knew him saw him engaged in these activities and therefore no shame adhered to him and his family back home would learn nothing of this behavior. Arab girls here who have gotten pregnant before marriage have been known to become suicide bombers to erase the shame they have brought on their family. The Arabs descended from Ham, no shame, but not guilt, which Dr. Freud said is a basic and necessary ingredient of civilization which is why these Arabs, these Muslims, remain sub-civilized barbarians. נבנד כמו שיכור, אבל מצליח לזכור, העיקר להביט אל האור. לרגע מרגיש מעט בודד, 
כמו שלהבת הנר אני רועד, על הכל אתגבר, לא אשבר, פתע כל הסיפור יתברר. יש סיבה, יש סיבה, לכל דבר שאליי יקרב ובא. יש סיבה, יש סיבה, שהכל יתהפך לטובה. יש סיבה, יש סיבה, לכל דבר שאליי קרב ובא. יש סיבה, יש סיבה, שהכל יתהפך לטובה.
And that was uh, Avichai Paz Greenwald. And you're listening to the program program on phantomnation.com. I said before the uh, music that Israeli diplomats do protest the lies and distortions of history uh, by primitives like Mahmoud Abbas, but then they hobble themselves, they undermine their own case by referring to the libelous Palestinian narrative, which only perpetuates the basic and essential lie of anti-Israel invective in our time by referring to Palestinians at all. Think of how weird this is. So weird it's a phenomenon in the category of the miraculous, the handiwork of the greatest miracle worker of all, Hashem, over the last half century, before which not a word in the UN General Assembly was heard about any Palestinians. And since then, this verbal hologram has blanketed the planet, like the COVID-19 virus. The nation most talked about in the UN is the Palestinian nation, when Muslim Arabs called Palestinians are not in the least Palestinian in any way. What's Palestinian about these people? The answer is absolutely nothing, which makes the phenomenon of calling, uh, of, of the whole world calling these murderers Palestinians supernatural, perhaps? I don't know about you, but I find this kind of weird. The whole world calls them Palestinians. There's nothing Palestinian about them. They don't speak Palestinian. They don't eat a distinctively Palestinian diet. They claim they have a history in this country over 5,000 years when there's not one artifact unearthed here by any archaeologist that supports this claim. In no library or bookstore in the world can one find one book on the history of this allegedly ancient nation. There's no mention of this nation in this country in the countless books written by pilgrims, conquerors, tourists, uh, in any language in which the author writes of meeting any Palestinians here. And yet the world continues to call them this. And in no small measure, thanks to Israelis, because they do. Maybe the next Israeli ambassador to the end will go on the offensive ad hominem and declare to the General Assembly that Mahmoud Abbas is a fraud. He is no Palestinian, the ambassador should say. He was born in 1935 in the center of the Jewish mystical tradition in Tzvat, when uh, the Arabs in this country said that Tzvat was located in Syria, and there was no such country called Philistine in 1935. Point the finger at Abbas and call him an imposter, and dismiss the entirety of the Thousand and One Nights fantasy of a Palestinian people, the right to the Palestine created by the League of Nations explicitly to be the Jewish homeland. Not that I expect this to happen soon, because... There's some kind of psychological block in secular Israeli minds against declaring the right to sovereignty in Judea and Samaria, as per the UN Charter that absorbed the League of Nations mandate, and that Israel is under no moral or legal obligation to give the Muslims here citizenship in the state of Israel after annexation. Israel can bestow citizenship on the Arabic-speaking Christians in Judea and Samaria, but not the Muslims, because their religion is drenched in Jew hatred with a history of way more than a thousand years of oppressing and humiliating Jews. Instead, we have, after 30 years of the Oslo horror, the Israeli left still dreaming of a better day with the Muslims in Gaza, and as in the previous webcast, in the minds of secular Israelis like Matan Vilnai and Tamir Pardo and Ami Ayalon, Israel needs to fight for its rights and forget about changing the hearts and minds of these Arabs which have been unchanged uh, since the age of their spiritual forefather Ishmael, that conscienceless thief, 
And those are the words of the late, great Shlomo Kalibach and um, the music of Yehuda Glantz. Okay, this has been podcast number five in the latest series of six weekly podcasts of Phantom Nation. The title is well of a book of the same name, sponsored by Floridians for Israel Institute at gmail.com. More than one reader has called it the best book ever on the war against Israel by Islam, currently camouflaged as the putatively primeval Palestinian people about whom there is nothing Palestinian. Also, check out my latest essays on the AmericanThinker.com website. Until next week, I'm Shai Bentakoa.